Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. Talking Mets to start the show today. We'll do plenty of Super Bowl, obviously, coming up. We got a couple more days. Super Bowl is here Sunday. Uh, we have some thoughts on that that we'll get into. Niners and Chiefs, of course. Purdy and Mahomes and all the Super Bowl and all the uh, big event there. You know, we didn't make it to Radio Row, BT. We must not be yeah, cutting through as a show. at this point. Hey, isn't it sickening where you hear all I mean, come on, dude. Like, I That's, get it. You know what it's good for? Right. It's good for the people who go because they have a little trip and a vacation. 100%. When, but, so that's fine. But, like, do you think any listeners or no. viewers care? No. I've always thought that the Super for me, first of all, for me, the Super Bowl shows were my least favorite shows. Because, you know, even, even in previous local stops, I just, nothing that you're doing is specific to the market that you're in unless the market that you're in is in the Super Bowl, which I never had the pleasure of actually happening <laughs> simultaneously. Yeah, right, right. Uh, now, when I first started doing it, it was fun. Yeah, I don't want to say you fake a big shot, but it does kind of... Yeah, it makes you feel nice. It stamps going out there you a little hard. bit like, hey, I made it to the Super Bowl, and I saw Keith, uh, and I respect this. Keith had a tweet last night. He's like, I haven't been to the Super Bowl yet. Haven't been to Keith, Radio Row yet. McPherson? McPherson. Okay, yeah. Haven't been there yet. Haven't been to Radio Row yet. I will be. And I respect that because, you know, he's still coming up. Right. He's younger, and he's trying to stamp this. And I, not that I would never go again. If I could the Jets and Giants go, we, we, you and I will be absolutely bonkers mm-hmm. out there along with Hoff. But to me, it's the recycled interviews, and it's pushing a product, and it's really boring conversation. Now, we might be totally wrong, and we'll do a ton of football tomorrow and Friday, basically mm-hmm. all football tomorrow and Friday. As a long listener of the fan since basically its inception, I don't know. If the Jets or the Giants aren't playing, I want to hear about the Yanks, the Mets, the right, Knicks. I, right. I'm, I'm not going to stuff, uh, you know, I mean, even the biggest game Joe Montana pushing right. some arthritis pill down. Yeah, I just, I'm not interested. <laughs> Ah, no, I get you don't it. think we've turned down people? They reach out the hop. You want this guy? No, we're good. God. You want this guy? No, we're good. I've got some we're stories. Good. Maybe I'll do this for one of the WFN Daily podcasts. I got some stories about behind the scenes at Radio Row when I was like kind of assistant producing there for Mike. Caught two years, I think we went. And, and did it did crazy. Yeah, I mean nothing crazy, but just like the stories of going through trying to get people on. Yeah, I remember being so excited about Adam Sandler. Oh, we ha- yeah, and we've Kevin had him on. Awesome. Yeah. So Sandler's there, and Did you like, call Kevin James a fraud to his face. No, about no, being this, a fan? Is, this, this is before I knew he was a fraud, Mets fan. Okay. No, but they they were very nice, and I remember being so excited, like, oh my god, I'm going to meet Adam Sandler. Oh, no doubt. That's and me cool. and Eddie Erickson, Eddie was producing the show, I was kind of like his helper, their assistant, mm-hmm. and I went to get them over and walk them over, and we're all giddy and we're taking pictures, and Mike was like. Get him over here. Act like you've been like something. Oh, I yells at you. Come on, I, I Mike. forget what. No, well, he's you know he was right. We got uh, caught up in the moment. Yeah. I, I forget what it was like. All right, calm down, guys. Jeez, will you? Because we were all like giddy. We got caught up in the moment. Uh, I, I I can see why you would. <laughs> I, I got a quick one for you. Ready? Yeah. So this was when we started CBS Sports Radio. So Chris Olivero hires yeah. being Tiki. Obviously, Churney. He's down the hall at this point, mm. and we're in our first Super Bowl as a show. Is in where do you think it is? New Orleans. Oh, nice. Uh, you any beads? Uh, well, you I brought the wife for a couple oh, of days, so okay, I, okay. You know, I didn't get the beads. But right. uh, I, <laughs> we go out. Uh, I, Me and Jen go to some bar. It's 2 in the afternoon. I start drinking. Now, I must have had seven hurricanes. You know about the hurricanes? I've heard about it, yeah. They're, they hit you, and you are dead. 
And, yeah, I could usually handle my booze. I, at that point, I was probably 230 pounds, maybe 10 pounds heavier than I am now. I'm sucking them down. I'm feeling great. All of a sudden, next thing I know, I'm in Patty McGee's or some Patty Irish name, whatever the hell it is. I bump into our boss, Chris Oliveira, and I was rocked. Oh, boy. Right? No, no, I mean, yeah. I'm never going to be a fool. I think I'm a pretty... I'm a pretty grounded drunk. I'm happy, but I'm wasted, right? And it's the entire CBS Sports Radio crew, except Tiki wasn't there for some reason. Uh, Tiki didn't even come out with us that night. Come on, Tiki. Right? So we get the bill, and my wife's there, and you tell me if you think I'm wrong. Now, I'm hired to do the morning show, Yeah. and there's an assumption, maybe, uh, you know, I think it was an accurate one, that I'm probably making a little bit more money than others. Mm -hmm. You know, guys who are doing weekend shows, it was the first CBS Sports, so I'm like, I got the bill. I didn't think it was going to be like 1100 bucks. Oh. I get the bill. <laughs> now, I mean, she's not going to get mad at me. She's like, what are you doing, though? Come on. That's no, a nice job, though. You know what time we got home? Now, it was an hour difference. Our show, we're doing the morning show at 6. We, I walked into my hotel room. Our show started at 5. I walked into my hotel room at 412. Oh, my God. I had to be at the, at the convention center at 5 on the air. This is the first time I've ever done this. Never did it again. We Ray Martell's our producer. All right. You know, Tiki's sober because Tiki wasn't out with us. Ray's like, dude, can you even sp- can you even read these reads? I did a show hammered for four straight hours, and then I had to tape Russell Wilson. Should we hit the dump John button on this LA. one? Or? It was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I was a kid. It was, it was 13, 14 years. Yeah. Well, not a kid. Yeah. Whatever. Lesson learned. Right. Exactly. Wow. So I don't miss that. I've had my fun. <laughs> That's the long-winded Yeah, point. I don't think we're going to be going on any Super Bowl trips anytime soon. All right, back to the topic at hand here. We're talking about the Mets, and I guess it's more about the core, but for me, after seeing Brandon Nimmo and his leadership abilities on full display when he was on that podcast uh, for the New York Post, and Nimmo's the clear leader of this team, and I don't know if he could fully take those reins with Alonzo's big presence here, and I feel like the Mets need to change that core. Maybe the best way moving forward is, in fact, trade Alonzo because it will allow Nimmo to develop into the leader that he is. Tim is calling from Northport. What's up, Timmy? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. How are you, Tim? Hello, uh, Tim. Good. I, I think that the Mets, they don't, they, they don't, no one leads by example. Even Tommy Pham said that they're the least hardworking team that he's ever seen. Oh, that's right. And, and that's, where lead, that's where leadership is bred is. You know, you lead by example. You work hard. People follow you. All of a sudden, everyone's working hard, and that's that's how you you uh, establish chemistry. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that what Tommy Pham said on the way out, and I don't just disregard that. Now he, he's tightly wound. He's you know he's had some issues. Still. I, I love that. He he seems like he's a, he's an all-in committed throwback baseball player. MLB vet, been in plenty of spots. Yep, he's won enough. He's least hardworking team he's ever been a part of. That's all you need to know. You, you if, if I own he the Mets, I know. At that point, I just take a blowtorch to the entire clubhouse and I just say, "You're gone. You're now, gone. We're moving on. You're out." All next. right, but but let me just paint the picture here. And I don't know if it's an analogy thing, but put yourself in Nimmo's shoes. You want to be a leader, and maybe you. And now, again, this is all hypothetical. I really don't know what Nimmo's thinking. I believe he's the leader, and I believe, like, if I try to put myself in that spot in certain situations, whether it's at work, wherever it may be, whether it's on a team, a youth team, and you feel that you see things that you wouldn't necessarily do, mm-hmm. but it's not your place to step in and overstep your boundaries. Yep. Whatever. We could I know relate it to this station or so. Like, I got you. You got to get it. Like, yeah, we're not going to tell Boomer what to do. Well, whatever. I understand. I, I mean, there's a certain... We're not tell anybody what to do, but I know what you mean. Yes. There, there's just a spot where you got to kind of know your place and feel it out, even though you're like, um, 
I would do it differently, and I feel like we'd all be better off if this were being done differently. You know your spot. So maybe Nimmo's sitting back thinking, man, these guys aren't working as hard, and he's trying to go out there and work his rear end off by example, lead by example, say the right things, but guys just aren't picking up on it. And he's waiting for Lindor or Alonzo to do what he thinks should be done. And they're not doing it. Those guys are the big presence, you know, the, the, yeah, the big presence they are. on this they're team. They're the stars. They're so, the stars. So that's what I mean by when if you remove one of those, obviously Pete's a great player and a great guy too, but he's just not that leader. Maybe they could benefit from it. I, I, I got to be honest. I think that this is just a, a nice, fancy way of saying that they're not that good. I mean, I don't care about baseball leadership, dude. As long as I don't see guys, and we saw this a little bit with Josh Donaldson when he was here, like if you are consistently pimping balls that don't leave the yard, uh, Glaber Torres, I don't know why I'm jumping to the Yankees, I'm not sure, but mm. these things are, are probably more central on my mind. You know, Glaber Torres kind of forgetting the outs or just a temporary mental uh, respite and ill-timed nap in the field or on the bases. We've seen that with him. And and that's that's a culture thing, and it continues like, then that's a real problem. But I, I didn't really see that with the Mets. The only thing that was visible was they didn't outwardly support Pete. And it's a big thing. I'm not trying to minimize this. No, they didn't, they didn't outwardly support Pete when he kept getting drilled. But I didn't see guys not hustling. Now, I did see more of the previous year. And this is on Buck. The first year, and it was like one of the first series. They may have been in Philly. No, they were. I think they were playing the Nationals. And I remember saying this with Tiki the next day on the air. Marte was backing up. Oh, there was a throw, and I mean, you do this in Little League if you dialed mm-hmm. in. I don't know if pros do this all the time, but Marte, as the right fielder, backed up a ball that was so textbook in terms of engagement, and it might have even been Bryce Har- that Was it Bryce Harper? Uh, uh, maybe I'm, 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 I'm getting the teams mixed mm-hmm. up, but I thought it was Bryce. So maybe it was the Phillies. There was a play at third base, and because of what Marte, where he was, and being so locked in, they... You know, he gets it, he throws a pee to third, boom, tag him out. And I'm like, they were so dialed into the fundamentals that their their talent was, the lack of talent, with all due respect, was was somewhat offset. Last year, the fundamentals went by the wayside. Oh, God, yeah. And then you realize, wow, this team really ain't that good. I'm not saying they're the so, most talented team I know you're not. I know but, you're not. But I'm also saying that while I think their core is or does have talent, Nobody's going to dispute. I mean, McNeil was a batting champion. I'd still trade him. Mm-hmm. Alonzo hits 50 home runs in his sleep. Like, he's a, a consistent and home still, run And you still trade him. And I'd and still, still trade, trade him. him. And I'd still consider trading him. And Lindor, same thing. Lindor's a, I think, terrific player. And I would certainly consider trading him. Yep. Just the problem is it's not even a talk. Like, he's not going anywhere. I got a question for you, Sal. Uh, just a baseball question. Yeah. We'll take you down to Atlanta. You know, we know that that's the house of horrors recently. Yeah. Atlanta, playoff game, September game, you have to win, much like a couple of years ago. And let's see. You got Diaz fresh. You know he's going to go one, two, three, put it on lock. You're going to get the save. You just got to get the run here because you're on the road. Uh, it's first, it's second and third. You're down a run, two outs. All right? Who do you want up at the plate? Mm. Now, let me even put a guy on first so you, you, can't, you can't intentionally walk yeah, to get yeah. the force. Bases, juice, two out. Base hit, you, you take the lead, Diaz time, game over. Who do you want up? That's a, it's an impossible. Okay. I don't think they have a clear cut. Boom. Guy. As you go through the mental gymnastics of saying, and and I and I and I get that. Like you can on one level you say, well, you know, if McNeil's hot, McNeil's yeah. gonna make contact. You can use the whole right. field. Lindor, do you really want McNeil? Pete, Not really. Yeah. yeah, I mean Pete's an obvious one. Memo, you can catch a bomb. Yeah. You don't need a bomb. He strikes out a lot. You know, Memo, I'll tell you the guy eh. I trust trust to give the best at bat is Nimmo. 
Okay. I'm not saying I trust them, but but the point is, yes, they you don't have a I'm clear. Saying? They don't have a clear cut. Now, guy. ask me about the good teams. Yeah. Who do you want up there for the Astros? Tucker, Alvarez, take your choice. Right. Yeah. Who do, you want, who do you want? Dodgers? Yeah. You want you want Mookie Betts or you want Freddie Freeman? Braves? You want the uh, Olson yeah, or Cunha or, or Riley? I, I, I mean, even Murphy is their catcher. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. That's the problem. I get it. All right, but it needs to change one way or another. Well, that's why is, I say trade them. Dave is calling from Flemington. Me too, just for a different reason. Dave is calling from Flemington. What's up, Dave? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Hey, How are you, Dave? Dave? What's going on, buddy? Good. Uh, well, for, first, I wanted to address the uh, the comment the gentleman made a little while ago about chemistry being overrated. I think that's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, BT, I know you coach your son's team. I coach my son. He's yep. actually sitting next to me here. Uh, chemistry is vitally important, uh, especially if the kids don't enjoy being together. True. Uh, that's true. Know, so I, I think there's a... There's something to that. Um, I think a more important. I'm actually a Braves fan. So Sal, I wanted to uh, to um, talk to you real quick. Mm-hmm. Just uh, what the you know I know the Mets fans were were crushing you for you know saying the division was over a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know I think that you know that's naive of them to do that to you because you're so confident in your team. And I actually when you said that I admired that. I was like, good. He you know he feels confident in his team. And, you know, I think that's what's missing. Yeah, they screwed me again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The soft core screwed me again. This time it's digitally imprinted, so they're always going to screw you on that one. I think there's a vital uh, question that's not being asked is that, you know, Nimmo might want to be a leader, but do the other players want to follow what he's trying to do? See, that's another good question, Dave, and and thank you for the call. Mm. I think that they do, but I also believe – now, we're talking about the top guys in that clubhouse – if a young player comes up, do you think he can just follow Brandon Nemo, or do you feel like he He's feels going to gravitate to Lindor or or, 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 or Pete? But, but that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's kind of Pete's show, but it really should be that. That's the problem. Don't you understand? It's one of several problems. I don't disagree. That's what I'm saying here. That's exactly the point. And I think moving forward, like this team may compete for a wild card spot this year, and I think that they will. But that doesn't mean that they'll ever get to a spot where this core group... They won't. Let me they're, say, they're let me not. spare you the suspense. They won't. It's not. It's not happening. Never. Nimmo's not going to be the best player on the team, but he could be the best leader on the team. He's not going anywhere. Brandon Nimmo will be a lot for him. He's seven more years to go. Exactly, yeah. and, but, like, Lindor, the contract may not age well. Nimmo's going to be just fine. It's not going to ever be the... He's never going to be the greatest player, but he's going to be a great guy to have on this team moving forward. Yeah. It was in part why they extended to the way that yeah. they did. Yeah. For a player who you know is not the most talented, twenty mil—that's not terrible. I mean, he's got, especially with the insurgence of power. Well, the fact that they went the extra year, or whatever. No, years. I got you. Point is, I think Nimmo's going to be a a leader down the road, two years, three for the years. The young four, kids, correct. I I wouldn't push back on that. And if Pete's here again, I it, it, I understand this is a difficult thing because of the power that Pete provides and all he means. I get that; it's not lost on me. However. You can you can figure out ways to make it work differently, and I want to elevate. You know, go get power somewhere else. Elevate Brandon Nemo as the true leader of this team. Bring up some of the younger guys, and now you're moving forward toward building a championship core. Think about how good Freddie Freeman is, right? Yeah, the Braves let him go, and look at them now. Well, that's what I mean. And I mean, there's always ways yeah, to build. And people like, oh, you know, the Mets can't the, the Mets can't ever win if they let Alonzo go. Excellent point. The Braves let Freddie Freeman go, and they get better. Uh, Hank is calling from, or stay the same at the very least. Hank is calling from Yapank. What's up, Hank? Frank, what's up, bud? Hank. With the oh, Hank. Hello, guys. 
Hello, guys. How you doing? <laughs> What's up, hey, call, me, call me whatever you want. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. But anyway, um, Sal, uh, before you cut me off at the end, I have a personal thing I got to ask you. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, but anyway, let me get into into what you guys are You're talking about. You're going to ask about. him out First for Valentine's all, Day, are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I feel like we're brothers, to be yeah, honest. There you go. Yeah, I pick love up that. the tab, too. He ain't cheap. We are, Hank. We appreciate that. Go ahead. Get to your point. <laughs> All right, all right. Just before I do that, BT, I just want to, you can, you can, uh, 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 you're going to like this anyway, uh, because, uh, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm born at like Wyckoff Hospital, Brooklyn Metropolitan Avenue is where it. I live. My father, my father was a cop and a boxing trainer. Oh, nice. I just want to preface that because, uh, uh, focusing on the Alonzo, I, I was in as a kid on, on, on a lot of young boxes that my father would work with. Mm-hmm. And, the, and all the trainers, they would say, if you don't have the heart, you're not going to fight. You, he's not soft, BT. He ain't soft. Alonzo is not soft, but he's not a fighter. Okay? Mm-hmm. I agree with that's that. What I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell you. And I'm, yeah. talking about, I'm talking about guys that my father was with, with actor Tony Danza, New York Ranger Nick Fatil, who oh, was Nick a Fatil's that yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know if okay, I would say Alonzo's to- not... I, like I don't think it's on Alonzo individually as not being a fighter or he being soft. I'm just saying that he doesn't have the... The the leadership traits that he doesn't have Correct, that Sal. and that Sal, that to right. me is a, but I don't think he's soft I think the core is soft I think the team is but soft. he's such they, a big piece of yeah, the core I know. it's hard to say that there's not an element of softness from him I, I'm not even comfortable calling him soft so I'm not right. but yeah. he's definitely no, not want, hard just, put it that way I just wanted to make that that point yeah because I, I was you. around a lot of boxes you know what yeah I mean? gotcha. You know? gotcha what was your other and, thing Hank before we let you go oh oh and Sal the other thing I just I just wanted to say to you. Uh, uh, was that uh, uh, Nimmo can be the leader on this team, but Alonzo has to go, okay? Yeah. I agree with you with that. The personal thing was when we moved out, of course, from Brooklyn out to the island, uh, I grew up with a Lakata family of Medford. I was wondering if you, if, if, you're, if that's cousins or something, uh, 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 the father was Vinny Lakata, worked for the Postal Service. No, no, I, I, don't, uh, I don't recall, Hank, and thank you for the call. We appreciate the support. Does not sound familiar, so I'm, I don't know. I guess. Yeah, listen, if they're wealthy, you might want to yeah, introduce yeah, yourself. Right. <laughs> you all try to buy a home. Remember yeah. me from the nineteen at my second birthday party. <laughs> Uncle Vinny, I need a loan, baby. No, that was not uh, me. But thank you, Hank, for the call. We appreciate. Sounds like yeah. a great guy, that boy, Hank. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to your calls on the side. Maybe discuss the Alonzo thing further, as far as him being so. Like, I don't think he's soft. I, there's a big difference between that and saying that he's not a leader and that the Mets need to elevate Brandon Nimmo and can't do it with Alonzo's big presence there. We'll also give away Creed tickets coming back on the other side and have three RQ, three random questions coming up at 1140. BT and Sal on the fan. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. I'm looking at- Twenty at 866-540-WFAN. 866-540-9326 for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Creed at Madison Square Garden on November 29th. It's from our friends at Live Nation. Tickets go on sale this Friday, February 9th at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. Listen again tomorrow at the same time for another chance to win. All right, BT. Call the number 20? 
Yeah. A little Allen Houston, maybe? No, little, right there. A little Posada? In honor oh. of our guy. Well, Pete, I got you. Pete Alonzo. Got something for you before yes. we get back to these Met calls, okay? Mm-hmm. Three RQ coming up next, by the way. BT and Sal. So. Oh, I got to get some questions ready. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Yes, the show has consumed us. Yeah. Understandably. The trade deadline's tomorrow, 3 p.m., right? I just saw something interesting. I guess it was repurposed from something that Woj said on a podcast. Okay. So apply to the Knicks here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was transcribed. The Hawks don't appear to have an offer on the table, including multiple first-round picks for DeJounte Murray. Right. They don't. They saying. don't. Okay. Atlanta's best return per This is, you know, per Woj. So it's, it's on the money. Right. Their best return package for Murray might only include a good young player, maybe Grimes, or expiring contract alongside one first-round pick. Okay. So, the Knicks are obviously in play for DeJounte Murray. I saw somewhere, though, the other day that... About the Lakers? Said, Lakers no, are maybe making a move as well. No, okay. it was a report that's at, Was it Steph Bondi? Somebody I thought legitimate had it that said the Knicks were unlikely to land Murray. Well, I saw that the Lakers are unlikely. Listen, I don't know. I'm not an insider. Yeah, I'm just either. telling you the Matter fact Matter of fact, that, maybe we should get somebody on, if not today, tomorrow. We could. We could work on something. But the fact that Woj had this tells me, because I, I, I like Murray. I don't know if he's a great fit. Um, so maybe the Knicks are interested, but not over the top interested. Well, I mean, hell, if it's Grimes or, you know, the expiring Fournier deal and a single first round pick, you're doing a heartbeat, man. So that's one option. I'm going to make a prediction. Who knows? Probably throw it in the incinerator of nothingness when I'm wrong on both. But my prediction is that by tomorrow, 3 p.m., the Knicks will have one of the two following players. You ready? Yeah. Bruce Brown or DeJounte Murray. Now, I do like. DeRozan. I don't think that that's going to happen. And we'll see, but that's tomorrow at 3. And listen, I know that Memphis is miserable, but man, you know, last night, just another reason to love this team. No Randall, no OG, no Mitch, although Mitch is getting back on the court soon. That's very favorable. Uh, Mitch Robinson. No Grimes. uh, Brunson twists his ankle, and they win. Yeah. Uh, And you worry about Brunson. That was a takeaway from last night. Doesn't seem too bad, though, Sal. No, I know, but I'm saying in the moment, you see Brunson go down, and, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all, the, oh, all the people on Twitter saying, oh, God, not good, not looking good, <laughs> Brunson down. He was fine basically right away. I'm fine. trying to find out where Walked the— off under his own power if you missed it. I'm trying to find out where that—maybe uh, it was Ian Begley. I wanted to see where it said that the Knicks were unlikely to get Murray, and I saw that, and basically was like, oh, I guess there goes that. But you never know. Never know. Because like you said, deadline tomorrow, so we'll be keeping an eye on that. Brunson seems fine, which is good. Your boy DiVincenzo was on fire last night. Oh, it's about time you showed him some love. I yeah, tweeted well, another 30-burger. How's yeah. that taste, Sal? No, you texted me that. Yeah, That's what I said. Yeah, yeah no, you said that. you tweeted it. You, oh, t- you, you know, texted me that off the air. I yeah. did text you that. Yeah, still. Okay, great. He, he did it against the, one of the suckiest oh, teams stop. in the league. He's been doing Don't it for the me. past three weeks, yeah, dude. Okay. He, we watch it the same thing. Did he do it against the Lakers down the stretch? He's okay. Yeah, he's okay. Down the stretch. No, Did anybody hit a bucket down the stretch? No. Did Jalen Brunson hit a bucket down the stretch? No, but they shut Jalen Brunson down, and he's their second option. Dude, when it's all said and done and the pecking order is reestablished based on injured players coming back, yeah. Dante DiVincenzo is probably option four. I'm fine with him. Which no, is awesome. No, I'm fine with him off the bench in replace of Quentin Grimes. Bondi said the Knicks are unlikely to make a move or find a taker for Quentin Grimes. I was trying to find what Begley yeah, said Grimes about Grimes is a guy to me that's not nearly as appealing. I'm uh, hoping somebody bites, but I got to be honest. I, I thought he had a chance to be a really stud two-way player here. I don't see it. Plus, and I feel if like I, he's got a bad attitude. I can't speak to that. You think he's got a bad attitude? Well, it seemed like, you know, I remember he wasn't happy with his role. He was talking about that nonsense. He wouldn't get enough shots. But yeah. he was right. 
Yeah. Maybe you don't express that as a young kid, but yeah, he wasn't. Know getting... your place, dude. That's one of those things. Know your place. You're shooting line drive bricks anyway. Let's see. I'm just trying to see. He is hailed as a shooter, and there were a lot of times when he was starting. I'm like, he's just not getting looks. Anyway, I want DiVincenzo to go to the bench. That would be a significant upgrade over Grimes and get either Murray in here, DeMar DeRozan, something like that. Bruce Brown Brown would be really good, too. Good age, good shooter, good defender. You'd rather him than DeRozan? I mean, you'd take either one. Is Randall down? They need Randall back. Without Randall, they're screwed. Yeah. Bruce Brown would excite me. By the way, you see Bucks. The Bucks are one and four with Doc taking over. Doc stinks, dude. Maybe the Cavs are the biggest threat. Forget the Bucks. Forget the Semi Sixers. Mm. Cavs might be the biggest mm. threat. Coco's calling from Manhattan. What's up, Coco? Coco. So BTN South. Um, so so last night, right after Altuve got that extension, your producer have tweeted. Peter Lazo will get 250 million. Yeah, I saw that. And, oh, yeah, I saw and, that. And, I saw that. And, and it's then funny again, now. And then your other guy, Evan, is refusing to shave until Alonzo get an extension. Yeah, well, I told and him months ago hand, that wasn't going to happen. And at the other hand, I'm looking at you. I mean, I'm not going to say you claim you're a Mets fan, but you're sitting here mm. and saying that the Mets should get rid of Pete in order for... Nemo to be a leader? How do you defend leadership, uh, BT? I mean, uh, South? Well, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, actions, I, and I swear, a- actions, and I swear his words, I'm laughing. No, actions and words. I mean, there's a way to to just know a leader when I you mean, see Pete, one. Pete, Pete get the head, gets hit with the baseball in the head more than any player. He still goes and play. What? And you sitting down. <laughs> what do you mean, what? What would you say? Um, Pete get, got hit in the head with the baseball more than any player, and what? In the game, if that don't define leadership, the what? guy play injured. Getting hit with what? a baseball, getting hit by of a pitch course. defines leadership now, Coco. What plan no, no, are we I'm on? Asking you. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. Oh, okay. What'd you say? He plays. He plays a lot. If anybody got a problem, he posts every single day. Him yep. and Lindor, by the way, they my may not question, be superstars, but they are stars that play every single they day. They do. They do. So, so my question to you is this: You don't do this for a rating, because to be honest, I think your show, you and BTM, I would say this. To me, you are the better show in FAM. That's my opinion. So you don't do this for leadership, but you always sit down and say, I mean, this makes any sense? The mid got to get rid of Pete in order for Neil to become a leader? Yeah, yeah, if you you think about it, Coco, and I understand what you're saying. We appreciate the kind words. Thank you for the call. You don't have to agree with what I'm saying, but it's my opinion on the matter. There is – it's a fact that the Mets had – they, they, I don't know if it's chemistry issues, clubhouse issues, lack of leadership, whatever one you want to deem it as, they had that issue. Brandon Nimmo is a person who I believe is a special leader through his actions, through his words, the way that he plays the game. They actually have a leader and a ready-made captain who can't fully take over because of the presence of two stars on their team, Lindor and Alonzo, that should be the captains but aren't. And one you can't do anything with. The other is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. So uh, you do the math. I mean, that's what I'm saying here. For Nimmo to take full blossom of this team, to blossom completely into the leader of this team, maybe one of those guys have to go, which is what I was saying. I think it might be time to trade Pete. Not to mention that I don't think the core is good enough. There's a lot of reasons that go into it. But that one specifically, I want this Mets team to be Brandon Nimmo's team. 
Obviously, they need more talent around him. Mm. But I want this team to be Nimmo's team. And I feel like, BT, as long as Alonzo's here, it's going to be Alonzo's team. Or at least he thinks it's going to be his team. I've I've got something on Nimmo uh, that I want to volley back that I haven't brought up yet. But just to respond to something that Coco said about he brought up Evan. The the more you see Evan on these video clips, I mean, he looks like a displaced, lost hippie who's trying to trudge his way back from a 40-year acid trip. He, at, at what what's point, going on with this At what guy? point does it stop? Because Alonzo's not signing an extension. He's trapped. I mean, Because he's not the, the athlete. Like, you know, if he was a better athlete, he can get himself out of this trap because he had a chance to win a pickleball. He <laughs> lost. Yeah. Maybe he could challenge now Tiki to shoot. I mean, nothing, like, in terms of speed. Challenge Tiki to do a three-point contest. Like, he can't do anything athletically. So, unless he just bags on his promise, which he's not because he's a guy of principle, mm-hmm. He's screwed. All right, the other thing on the I don't know this to be true. I'm just throwing it out there as a possibility. Is there any possibility, because there are guys like this, that Brandon Nimmo is the fake hustling type? See, I don't think he's fake. That's the difference. No, no, let me just finish, though. He might not be, because I, I think if you play hard, I don't think that that's fake. And even if it is, I almost don't care because you're playing hard, and that's all we want from our players. So it's not a diss. What I mean by that is... You know, I I don't know if he's thought to be as cool. He might just be, you know, like guys I, look at him like, ah, you know, never, we, he oh, plays think, hard. We like Nemo, you know. But I think you're off on that one. I, no, I, I'm not saying that I'm on. I'm just throwing yeah. it out there. Like, because if he doesn't resonate in the locker room beyond just playing hard, but he's I think never he, going to be the leader. He can go on these podcasts and say whatever he wants. Dude, what was he saying during the season when you guys were getting your brains no, beat in? Well, well, where was the leadership during the season? He's always been a leader. The what did he say this year where he went? And I, if he, he may have, yeah. I may have missed it, but, I, I, dude, I follow, I follow the Mets as much as anybody, mm-hmm. even you as a Mets mm-hmm. fan. I, I follow everything right, with the Mets. Right. And I don't recall Brandon Nimmo taking this proactive, aggressive, impressive leadership, uh, the mantle, when the season was going up in flames. If I missed it, my bad. Yeah, he's I there. sincerely uh, mean that. No, he's there front and center saying the same thing. We need to be better and all that stuff, being accountable. Also, like I said, part of the issue, what you're getting on him for not being a more clear, direct leader, is because of the presence of the other guys. Yeah, I, I mean, firmly maybe believe I just, that. I, yeah, I mean... That's part of the problem That's here. That's one of the problems. You know, here's what we agree on. It's one of the problems. To me, it's not the biggest problem. If you just tune it in, the biggest problem is Mets aren't good enough. Right. And if you've got a core with their four, you're going nowhere. And until that changes, you're going to be on a roller coaster ride. You might get the occasionally fun season like you did two years ago. Uh, I, I think it's back to reality until either, until either these young kids really pop or they make a, a big franchise-altering trade. BT and Sal on the fan. We'll come back, have 3RQ oh, on the yeah. other side, and get back to your calls as well. Nice. Hopefully you get some good ones today, some juicy stuff. Let's go. Push the envelope with that, Sal, will you? All right, happy yeah, soon. How many questions have you come up with at 3RQ? But None. Oh, you're, okay. You're the yeah, one just, who came up with the bit. I uh, know I did, but I mean, make sure you come up with some good ones. Yeah, I'm trying here. <laughs> I'm making sure you come up. How about you come up with one I or two of them? I didn't know that I had to. <laughs> no, I, you listen, didn't. I'm no, creative. You I honestly didn't know that you wanted me to. Maybe we'll you? get some good ones today. Woo! And it takes a knee of the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knocked 
knock off the mighty Patriots 17 to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. A good question. Free random questions. Let's find out. With Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata. On the fan. No, I hope we got some good one here today. Well, for by the way, <laughs> because you put me on the spot, I got one oh, for you. Right. I, I'm going to save it for the end. Okay. And it's a painful answer. I'm going to put you on the spot right, big so, time. So four random questions. People are going to get mad at you. Put it that way. All right, let's go. Uh, right. First one Do you stop for samples in a store? Uh, do I stop for a food? You mean? Yeah, or like anything? if you go to Costco or whatever, and no, they're giving out these samples. I, I don't, dude, I, I think the last time I went to Costco. Or any store that had, you know, the food samples. It was maybe they give three them. years ago to get lobsters for New Year's Eve. My, my wife generally, I don't go to Costco. I can't deal with that uh, stuff. Oh, but you do shop there. Just your, your wife goes. Yeah, 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 I don't go. Is uh, she Is she a uh No. She's not sampler. a connoisseur of the little thing on the toothpick. Dude, no. Like, uh, I What I do, I, I will take, I'll tell you, I take a sample uh, when I walk through, usually when it's going to get her birthday gift or something for Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, like you go to Bloomingdale's, you walk through the makeup, right. I will... Get a sample. You ever hear of um, Kiehl's? Yeah. Oh, you face know, they're being on TV all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like face lotion yeah. and stuff. They've got this one. It smells like, um, it's like it, it's almost like a, not citrus, but more like a mm. peppermint in facial invigorator. Mm-hmm. And it's expensive. Yeah. So I'll just walk by. Nobody's looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, you know, splash a little bit in my uh, right. in my palm, and yeah. I rub it on the face. Yeah. Did you ever steal samples from Kiehl's? Okay. I've well, got a better one for you. Well, have you ever, when you walk through the supermarket and there's like candy bins, you ever just snag a few chocolate covered pretzels no. or a couple of, uh, I feel like that's disgusting. back in the day? How many hands know. have been in there? Yeah. My wife does this all the time. We go to Costco a couple times that I go with her. Every single sample along the way to a point where I'm like, honey, you missed one back there. She's like, oh, I don't. I'm like, yeah, you, you do. You. She's like, I don't take samples all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Like, do. what are the samples of what, whatever, though? Like, whatever. it's all food. Like, like, cheese. Like, some or... beats. Some, like, beats. Yeah, some. Ugh. I know. She likes beats. My wife. Oh, some beats. Oh, yeah, I'll have a sample. I'm like, what is going on here? Crackers and whatever. <laughs> That's funny. She loves the samples. All right, Costco's number two. Good, though. Uh, would you rather a boss rush you back to work or say take as much time as you need? Well, I mean, obviously, the the easy answer is the latter, being understanding of time that right. I'm seeking to have off. But I mean, but you know, in our business, unless you're basically <laughs> Boomer or you know Carton before that or Mike and Chris, uh, they can forget about you around here sometimes. Not to leave out some other ones, but you know what I mean, right? So my my thought is this. I get X amount of weeks vacation. I've yet to take it because the way I look at every show I've been on and our show now, uh-huh. these are our microphones. Right. And I don't like being away from them too long. Right. So, and I respect And if they're look- like, oh, don't come back. Am I saying to myself, yeah. well, they, are they plotting something out here? Are they looking to get rid well, of us? You know, I've been going through, obviously, a personal yes. situation here, family matter that I got to tend to. And the bosses have been great. Hey, don't rush back. Take your time. Don't worry about it. We got it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's really great. And then the paranoia in me starts thinking, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Like, mm-hmm. do you, you don't you don't need me? Yeah, they're on the phone with HR. They're drafting up your papers yeah. already. Yeah, how, take as much time as I want. You <laughs> yeah, mean, like, yeah. you don't want me to come back? Yeah. I want you to miss me. I want you to want me back. Let me say, no, I can't come back. I got something to deal with. But you say, come back to work, please. You're never happy is the bottom line. Can I say this? Yeah. And, and, you know, we don't play company shill because we don't need yeah. to. But I sincerely mean this. And you know, and everybody who works here knows it. Our bosses are amazing. Could not be better. When there is something wrong, I mean, they, they're human beings. And you do not get yep. that in corporate America enough. And this is obviously a serious thing that I'm going yep. through. So I, I do appreciate them saying it. But it did cross my I mind thinking, yeah. like, 
<laughs> I want you to miss me a little bit. Uh, all right, last one for you, BT. Then I got yours. Yep. Favorite Ben Stiller movie. Favorite Ben Stiller movie. It was a topic of the show earlier yeah, in the week. His next fan. Understood, understood. I mean, Meet the Fockers is phenomenal. Ooh, I forgot about that one. I'm forgetting the name of it. Is it something of Polly when he dates Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, along came Polly, That's, right? That, that will be me. It's because of Jennifer one? Aniston. It's yeah. also a long time ago. It's oh, Pete Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. It's friends Jennifer Aniston. But he was funny. I think he's a, a, a he's very good romantic comedies. He plays that well. I would say something about Polly or Along Came Polly. Zoolander. Zoolander Dodge Jen Ball. loves Zoolander. Pop, you have one here? Jen loves favorite Zoolander. Ben Stiller He's overrated. Movie. Not interested. The heart, wow. The heartbreak. Yeah, Hoff, that I mean, was harsh. Well, you don't you, like I mean, Ben Stiller? Well, hold on. No. You were even more harsh. You're basically saying he's a fraudulent Nick fan he, the other day. What are you different? talking about? I'm not ripping on the guy's career. I love him as an actor. I like a lot of his movies. His Nick fandom is fine, but like his tweet bothered me. He's a Knicks homer. That's what bothered me. Not his fandom. He was a bit of a Knicks homer. I would probably Night at the Museum. He's had some good ones. Well, Something first... about Mary's like the only one I could live with. I mean, that's great too. What year um was Heartbreak his first... Kid, I love. I think that was an underrated what one. What year Heartbreak Kid? The was Heartbreak that with Matt Dillon? Who was that with? He was in Tropic no. Thunder. Uh I know Tropic Thunder. Was that with Matt Dillon? Do you have his no. IMDB page yeah. What was his first movie? What year? Ninety one. Jeez, you're going way back. No, I mean here. his first main movie. Uh, was it was it something about Mary? No, no, no. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what his first main movie was. It doesn't say chronologically listed, like nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, but, but how do I know that he started? You know, he goes back to nineteen eighty seven. He was in the Hustler of Money. Okay, well, um, you, you should. What's the it. first one that's recognizable? Uh, to me, yeah, because we'll we'll know the same movies here. Uh, Stella, did you see that? I've heard of it. I did not see it. Me too. Um. The Nuthouse. He was in Reality Bites. Oh, but I, yeah. oh, I saw Reality yeah, Bites. I, I did one. see that. I, I like the that. soundtrack to Reality Bites. Yeah, it's like oh. a 90s. Uh, oh, Happy yeah. Gilmore. He was in there. Well, hold on. No, oh, he no, was great. You, yeah. Everyone wants to shut the hell up. Yeah. Heavyweights. <laughs> Do you remember Heavyweights? <laughs> I, I have not seen Heavyweights. It's a, it was a terrible movie. It was in the theaters for about a week, but it was. Never awesome. heard of it. It was good. Well, it was uh, kind of. Judd okay. Apatow wrote it. Oh, okay. If you, if you guys you know Judd Apatow. I guess Zoolander might have been his first big. Big one, huh? Which I don't even remember seeing. Oh, Zoolander. He was the model. He was the male model yeah. with uh, Wilson. I they know had about the, the model off with the stairs. Eh, there's something know. about Mary then was 1998. There we go. Give you some reference. There we go. Cameron Diaz. And what about Polly? Like early, three, oh, 2003, 2004? I believe that you're right. Uh, gotcha. You look that. good in that movie. What, what do you remember about something about Mary? What was your, there's well, two things that get out. In her hair. In her, the, the, well, the, uh, the hair gel. Yes, hair gel. The hair gel. Hair Zoolander, Zoolander, the movie was 2001. So what did <laughs> he do? Like a TV show before that? Yeah, I remember that. That's the first scene. thing I remember. What do you want me to say? And Brett Favre. Well, of course, Favre. Now, hold on a second. There was a Zoolander. Oh, there was a TV short. That's what that I was, which turned that. into a movie in 2001. Anyway, all right, what's your question? I've got one for Sal, since he says I never contribute mm-hmm. to the bit here. All right, Sal, if you and I could not be partners, meaning that's it, we could not work together, and your livelihood depended mm-hmm. on your selection, which current WFAN talent would you elect to work with? Well, you got to give me some parameters here. The parameters are I can't, if you work I can't at say, WFAN. I can't say you by can myself. Them. I mean, I tried to lobby for that uh, anyway. But. Yeah, yeah, okay. You could, but that's not yeah. that's not okay. fun enough. Right. That's circumventing right, so the whole the, point. So give me the parameters. The, like, can I pick anybody? Pick anybody. So, uh, current, not, you can't pick Francesa. Current, currently full-time. working on the air right now at WFAN. You and I are, are not an option. Right. We had a massive fight or right. whatever. And that's it. 
And you've got to align yourself with somebody that is going to directly impact the rest of your earning capabilities. Probably Geo. Geo, huh? Probably. Okay. Okay. Not, not that I've given this any thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you've worked with a lot of different people. Geo, huh? No. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad pick, and yeah. you guys are buddies. Well, I get saying, it. You live saying, together. I, mean, I know it's unrealistic, but you're saying anybody. You know, I think that there are some enticing options. Well, let's go through the thought process here. I think it would be fun doing a show with Keith McPherson with the Yankee Met back and forth. Yep. Uh, McMonagle as well. Yep. I love C Mac. Have a relationship I hate with him. Basically, thing. say everybody on the entire no, 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 roster. Same thing so. with Mets and Yankees. Just painting a like. I always thought I wanted to work with Evan, but I like the Met Yankee dynamic. Okay. You know. Yep. So there's that. So you missed an obvious one to me. Although Gio's a Met fan too, but it's just a different type of show. I I understood. Like. Yeah, he's funny and he's successful. Obviously, you guys are buddies. Yeah. I think the, you're missing the most obvious one. Who? Now the issue is, you don't know how much longer he wants to do this. Boomer's the gravy train. You do a show with Boomer, you yeah. make money. Yeah, but you said the rest of my life, well, the earnings moving yeah, but forward. If you, well, well, yes, but you're not going to trot out 83 year old Boomer to do a morning show. Yeah. We we know that. But if you're with Boomer for four or five years. You know, you get embedded in there, you you create, your, and then Boomer yeah. moves on, and then you're already a staple. Could and say then you Tiki. keep making the money. Could say Tiki. But you Boomer didn't. athlete. Yeah. You, you, you could, but you uh, didn't. Well. I mean, it's, it's no, your. Didn't say, you know. didn't say I didn't think about it. Well, but you didn't say him. He was like wow. fifth on the list here. It's also, you, you know. said You said Keith. You said C-Mac. You said Geo first. I mean, you didn't, you could have said Tiki. You just didn't. Well, I don't, maybe didn't want to hurt your feelings. You didn't mention Evan. Maybe you didn't want to hurt my maybe, feelings. Maybe it was a little too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, BT, it's Al uh, on the You didn't ask me who I would pick. Who, who would you pick? Well, I, I, mean, I had to volunteer it because you didn't volley it yeah. back. I forgot said, that you were one of these. You asked the question, but you want me to give it back. I'm yes. learning. I'm learning. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the way the world yeah. works. It's called reciprocation. Early, early on in our relationship, one time <laughs> you asked that, and I answered the question. Dove's like, ask him. Ask him. Ah, no. I don't think I'm possessed by it. I just think it makes it more interesting. I would probably say Boomer. Interesting. I would because you of, have thought this. Well, story. the money reasons, and you're used to working with former athletes anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I play the golf courses. Yeah. You get hooked up. I mean, Boomer brings a lot to the table that you don't. Let's be honest. All right, BT and Sal <laughs> on the fan. We'll <laughs> come back. Let that comment slide. Yeah, it's all right. I know it's inaccurate. We'll come back hit you, hit you with the crowd uh, on the other side, talking uh, Mets and their clubhouse and Brandon Nimmo, maybe trading Pete Alonso. Your calls as well. This weather forecast is sponsored by Mucinex Kickstart. It's 42 degrees and sunny, heading to the mid 40s.